0: This is Just a Few Questions. I'm your host, Mark Sims, and my guest is Charlie Myerson. Charlie Myerson is the founder and publisher of Chicago Public Square. How are you, Charlie Myerson?
1: I'm fine. Glad to be here.
0: Charlie Myerson, let me, let me talk to the microphone. I know I should. Here we go. Uh, before we talk about Chicago Public Square, tell the people who don't know who is Charlie Morrison.
1: Charlie Myerson is much older than he wishes he were. Uh, Charlie Myerson has spent probably, let's do the calculations, about 45 years or so in Chicago journalism, mostly on the radio. Uh, first 20 years or so on WXRT and WNUA. Uh, smooth Jazz, WNUA. It's gone through some format changes and call letter changes since then. XRT still around. And then I made the leap from radio to the Internet, and I spent uh, about 11 years um, helping run and helping build what was, in 1998, kind of a strange new concept for people, which was breaking news on the Internet at the Chicago Tribune. Uh, and then back for a couple of years uh, as news director at WGN Radio, and since then a series of digital news startups, including Rivet News Radio, which is a free app you can download for your cell phone, and, uh, or your smartphone, I should say, and, uh, and more recently, chicagopublicsquare.com. I like to say the .com because it's a website I hope people will go to and sign up.
0: I've been hearing your voice for many, many years, but I never connected the, uh, the face
1: <laughs> oh, that's a blessing. I have a face for radio, so you're you're lucky
0: so let's get right into it Charlie Morrison, so Charlie Morrison, what is the Chicago Public square?
1: Well, you know for most of my career, mark I've been what for lack of a better phrase, and I really don't have a better phrase, and I like this phrase a newscaster um you know, radio newscasting is the art, if that's not too overblown a word of um, in some cases, every hour, in some cases, every half hour, um, looking at the world, looking at wire services, looking at newspapers, TV stations, websites, now email and text messaging and deciding, you know, at the top or the bottom of the hour, uh, what do the people need to know about at this hour? And um, and Chicago Public Square is, is me doing that once a day, 10 o'clock most weekdays, except when I take a break. Um, here's stuff that I think is relevant to people who live in or care about the Chicago area. Maybe national news, maybe international news, maybe technology, maybe news of the environment, maybe politics. It's been a lot of politics in 2020 and 2021. Um, and then dispatching that roundup to people by email. It goes to... Uh, Close to uh, let's see twenty seven hundred people uh, every weekday.
0: Talking about a market niche now, uh, Charlie Morrison. Uh, when you uh, post your 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 your, it's, your publication, well, how do you describe your publication? Because I, for me, is a bunch of words I got to read. <laughs> you know what I'm
1: saying? <laughs> well, well, reading <laughs> reading is indeed important. I know. And Fundamentally, uh, so, yeah. but you know it's. Um, it's, um, I hope, because I learned from radio the value of being brief, um, I hope it's an easy read. And by the way, I need to correct the number I gave you a minute ago. It's about 2,300, almost 2,400 people, not 2,700, sorry. And I hope we can grow that number to 2,700 after people listen to your podcast. Um, but Chicago Pond Square is, is designed to be uh, a brief read. You can, you know, there are... Several dozen links to stories that I hope people will find relevant, um, but it's designed that if you don't have the time to click, that you can read it and still walk away feeling like you know what's going on in the world. Um, and, uh, and, a, and to use a phrase I coined back when I was at the Tribune, um, it's sort of depths on demand. You read a line and say, oh, okay, I, that's cool. Um, you can move on or you can say, oh, I want to hear more about that. You click on a link, and then you'll get, uh, ideally, some outstanding award-winning journalism from the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Chicago Tribune, uh, many of our local broadcast entities here in Chicago, WBEZ, WTTW, the local commercial TV stations, and, of course, the, the, the plethora of uh, up-and-coming uh, digital sites that have sprung up in the, in the, the 21st century, BuzzFeed, um, The Daily Beast, uh vox 538.com you now all of them
0: charlie charlie meyer said i know you're not trying to manufacture consent or trying to brainwash uh, thousands of people to storm the u.s capital correct <laughs> i hope you're not but I, what you do is very important because I, when i talk about the uh, uh the protesters a while back and, and uh uh, storming the uh, the Capitol here in, in the United States, I want to ask you, Charlie Morrison. Do do people? Well, I shouldn't say people like that, <laughs> but let me say it. People like that, are they misinformed or with? Are they just brainwashed?
1: It's a fine line, and uh, it's it's probably not for me to say. Um, but I, I I do think getting news from reliable in information sources is is an important part of democracy. I do want to say I don't think this problem is new. And as a matter of fact, um, journalism scholars who have studied this in far more detail than, than I have will talk to you about the age of mass media, a relatively brief time in our country's history, roughly 1955, the rise of the big three TV networks, to 1995, the rise of the internet uh in which most people got most of their news from a relative handful of sources you know the the big three tv networks and you know what once had been you know maybe close to a dozen newspapers serving big cities you know dropped down in the 50s and 60s and 70s to one or two big newspapers per town but in that period 55 to 95 there was sort of a um a consensus of what the news was the problem with that is the people who were making those decisions about what the news was were frankly uh, more than likely uh, a bunch of old white guys emphasis on guys and white before 1955 and in the internet age after 1995 um, we have what really has been i think more the the natural state of information in the United States which is, you know, dozens of newspapers back in the, you know, the, the earlier part of the, the 20th century and before that and now again in the internet age a near infinite number of uh, digital sites where you can get your news, pick your source. Um so it's kind of the natural state of uh, of the United States for people to have a lot of choices about where they get their news. And um you know, it used to be in the old days, you were a, a, a rich white guy, you got the Chicago Tribune. And if you were, a, you know, a, 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 a college-educated liberal, you got the Chicago Daily News. And if you were, you know, working class, you got Chicago Today or, you know, the Sun-Times. Um, and, and then again, in the age of mass media, you had fewer, fewer choices. So – um We have a problem that we've always had, which is people getting their information from sources that they themselves pick. Is it a problem? Is it a challenge? It's kind of cool that we have so many choices now, but it also results in a lot of misinformation. So the short answer is we do need more news literacy. And I want to plug a a project that I've worked with for a long time, the News Literacy Project, newslit.org, which is devoted to helping students and other people Learn how to be more discerning consumers of news, um, and and to to do some research and figure out is this site reliable? Is this source good, or is this source prone to distortion and lies? Um, and then you have Politifact and other sites like that that are also in the business of of helping people find the truth. And not enough people know about and are using those sources.
0: Now the uh, people, here some Americans would not, uh, Charlie Morrison, uh, call your uh, publication. Uh the Chicago public square, they wouldn't actually call the Chicago public square, the liberal media or liberal media, would they?
1: Well, it's funny. Uh, I get that. As a matter of fact, just today I got a subscription uh, cancellation note from someone who said, you're just serving up. I'm paraphrasing here. The same liberal crap that I get from all the other sites. Um, Here's my approach. Um, I think a a journalist's fundamental responsibility is to question authority, um, to be cynical toward what the people in power are saying. And it happens or has happened since the launch of Chicago Public Square in 2017 um, that most of the authority these days until recently has been on the right under the Trump administration and under a Republican-controlled Senate and before that, Republican-controlled both houses the first couple of years of the Trump administration. So, yeah, Chicago Public Square is is cynical toward that kind of authority. And let's face it, under President Trump, um, cynicism comes much more easily to everyone with good reason than uh, than has been the case in previous administrations. But as... Uh, the Biden administration unfolds, you know, I expect to bring the same amount of questioning to authority uh, of uh, people on, on the left who are you know, in ascendance in our political structure. Um, I don't think there has historically been enough questioning of authority. I don't think there was enough under President Obama, for instance, or President Clinton to pick you know, two fairly recent Democratic presidents.
0: I remember as a kid, look, listen to uh, man, Lynn O'Connor. I mean, you go on, on the on YouTube, well, I shouldn't say YouTube, go on the internet, and you can look up Lynn O'Connor and Walter and, Jacobson. Uh,
1: Lynn O'Connor, right? Yeah. And
0: they, and every station had commentary. Even the uh, the late great, uh, uh, I want to say Bill Daly, it was John, uh, Joe Daly of uh, ABC. 7. Well, it was Eyewitness News back in the day, of course. He would get it was a softer commentary, uh, uh Joe Daly, but he did give commentary. Uh, it was a big stink when uh, 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 Jerry Springer was going to give commentary on WMAQ News, uh, NBC5 now in Chicago. So, But we don't have that type of commentary on the news as we once did. Is that a big problem?
1: I, I don't know if it's a problem. And there's no shortage of commentary now on the Internet or on cable news. I, I will say that it's um, it's a loss to... The American public that uh, radio, in particular, under deregulation that took shape under Bill Clinton's administration, there's a Democrat I'm questioning right there um, radio was deregulated and radio was no longer required to bring news. Uh, with any regularity to its listeners. Um, So as a consequence, a lot of radio stations cut their news departments, their news organizations. They didn't have to do it. It was just an expense. And so it it became much easier for people to avoid news on radio in particular. Um, And uh, deregulation also brought sort of a game of monopoly to the broadcast business, where it became who could own the most property the quickest. And so you have big broadcast behemoths that own lots and lots of TV and radio stations and very few locally owned um, and locally responsible radio and TV stations. Um, And and they all began to cut expenses and cut resources, in, in many cases anyway. Um, and again, as a consequence, you have sort of a loss of the the intellectual commons for people who are consuming information in in metropolitan and and small town areas all over the country. The real lack of information, reliable information.
0: I, that's the key word. You said something. <laughs> I have to write down the intellectual commons. I remember seeing. Yeah,
1: that's that, you know. I, that's that's a real. I feel like I had to stick up my butt when I was saying that. So, no, I don't, no, I, don't know, I don't know if I would use that no, if no, I were but, you, no, but no, you, but you can I, have it if you want it. No,
0: I'm going to try to use it. I mean, I shouldn't, but I'm going to try. Because <laughs> okay. I remember seeing uh, William Buckley back in the day on his old fire line show. I didn't understand it when I was a kid or uh or um I think 60 minutes used to have like point counterpoint or something. I'm pulling yeah. this I'm pulling this right out of my brain. It's stuff I forgot. You have an encyclopedic memory. No, no, it's coming. You're bringing it out, Charlie Myerson. But and also, <laughs> remember an old Crossfire show on uh, CNN back in the 80s, I think? Crossfire? Yeah. So yeah. you get a sense of this is the Republican or conservative view. This is the Democrat or liberal view. Hopefully, they'll give some uh, historical context. And uh, you can make a decent—we uh, we can have a discussion and go have a drink after the show. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I do. Um i'm I'm not necessarily a fan of william Buckley I think a lot of what he espoused uh could be connected pretty directly to what's become of the Republican party now but uh but yeah th- that idea of having people come together and sit down and swap ideas is something that we that we have lost, I think, and partly it's a function of the fact that yes, there are so many choices. You can pick your Fox News, you can pick your MSNBC, and you can watch them, you can listen to them too, for that matter, on you know on your smartphones now um, and on the web um, all day and never be exposed to the other side, whatever the other side is.
0: There's that old saying I like. It's old saying I like repeating. I think it's William James or something. Don't quote me, people out there. Who you are speaks so loudly, I can't hear words you're saying. So when you see a female face, or a face you're not familiar with, or somebody does not look like people live in your neighborhood, you just automatically discount them. And you have to uh, sometimes to take a break and say, okay, oh, here's a. I'm gonna let me go far afield. I, I, I remember back in the day, I used to, not that far back in the day. I used to listen to the Republican uh, radio, AM radio talk shows or whatever. Uh, Rush Limbaugh and the rest of them. And, I, and then when Barack Obama became president, they jumped a shark or whatever term you want to lo- use. I can't listen to it anymore. It's gotten really bad. So let me wind up this show. I'll try to bring the show to a close. Charlie Myerson, do you think in the next four or five, 10 years that we're going to get back to some quote unquote normance Normancy of some sort where we can have a discussion with people on the other side of the political spectrum or whatever And just have a nice discussion and we all shake hands and when it's done.
1: I got to tell you, uh, back in 2016, I gave up making predictions. I don't make predictions anymore. (laughs) I I can say, I hope so. I can say, it doesn't seem impossible to me. I can say, I think that Joe Biden so far has been saying all the right things that he needs to say to make your dream come true. I hope he does, but the events under the Trump administration have left me um, unwilling to make predictions and pretty certain that whatever predictions I make would turn out wrong.
0: Well, I hope everyone goes right now and type in Chicago Public Square. Chicago dot Public com. Square. Oh, dot, dot com. com. <laughs> Chicago
1: oh. Public square, dot com. Really mm-hmm. important. Sign up for free. Glad to have you aboard. And I'll just say this. Um, one of the things that I love, and this is what I think distinguishes good journalism from bad journalism, one of the things anyway, is I love getting corrections. I think that's one way people can tell reliable news sources from unreliable news sources. Look for the ones that make corrections. So go sign up, chicagopublicsquare.com. Love to have anybody and everybody sign up for free. And then let me know if, I'm done, if I've done something wrong. I want to hear from you.
0: Charlie Myerson, Chicago Public Square. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for being on the program.
1: My pleasure. Thank you.